We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, left. Let's get to it before you know. I allow you to you know enjoy the rest of your day, left, because I know you'll be sweating bullets later on tonight at around nine thirty Chicago time, and you'll be sweating to see if they can LeBron get sent home by the Timberwolves and, and Anthony Edwards. Rudy Gobert's not going to be there, so that means the lane is open. You do realize you do. tonight. You do realize Carl Anthony Towns is seven feet, right? Yeah, he's a three-point shooter, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Who's the Wait a minute. This is funny. <laughs> Who is the softer seven-footer, Carl Anthony Towns or Rudy Gobert? Oh, my goodness. It's a tie. Rudy's soft for hitting the dude and running to the bike. I've never seen nothing like that. If you're the one that's the aggressor, how do you leave the situation? And then Cat trying to change his voice in interviews all the time is beyond me. I'm not worried. <laughs> he can keep shooting his threes. Fine, he can be a three-point shooter. But the lane is open for King James tonight. Nobody, hey, people respect Cat's uh, taste in women more than his actual game. Listen, she had a taste in him. It wasn't vice versa. <laughs> Wait a minute, bro. She bagged him. Let's just be serious. Which is you cool. Know what? You know what? Because she was still building her brand when she yeah. bagged him. So you, you might be right. Was, look, I'll be like, no, take no. me. She take knew. Me. <laughs> take me. I'm good. You just take me. <laughs> He got bagged. That's what I would tell I got bagged by Jordan Woods. What do you mean? I was just playing basketball. And then she done came to the brother game a couple times. And I playing good that day. She didn't ask for my number. And, you know, I won. <laughs> That's, dude, Jordan Woods is one of those first-time slaps. Top tier. You know what I mean by that? The first time you get invited over to her parents' house, and her mom comes in the room, and you, she catches you staring. Uh, she's a first-time slap, yeah, girl, girlfriend. <laughs> like, like, yo, that's your mom. Like, 
That's right. That's right. And, and there's nothing wrong with that because you that means you're in the right places. You're around good networks, good people. No, Drunk Vigo, why are you going hard on Austin Matthews? What did he do to you? Austin Matthews had a pretty good season this year. Austin Matthews. For the Maple Leafs, man. Oh. I'm assuming that's who he's talking about. Coffee's for clothes that said all Rudy's are soft. <laughs> hey, man, slow up. We got a Rudy at Notre Dame. We can't call him soft. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Give me your best three stories thus far in the spring out of everything you've heard. The three best stories this spring. And then everybody in the chat, you, you can go ahead and chime in with your best three stories that you've heard from this spring. Give me your best three things you've heard this spring about Notre Dame football. They're all random. One of them is Joe Alt only having 2,000 followers. I think that's awesome because it's solidifying his first round status because <laughs> who else is having 2,000? You're 30 million about to receive kind of guy. So I think that's cool because that means he's going to be focused locking people up this year. Uh, <laughs> another story, I just think the drama of the whole offensive coordinator story, I just thought that was great content to, for a couple of days gave us a lot of uh, uh quotes that we're using now home of the misguided passion i think uh we've developed some great stories from there and then personally from a, a practice standpoint ben morrison's story to hear that he locked up a guy all locked up everybody all practice is really dope because i you know being on the name football team i've never had a practice where a corner was locking things up but maybe that's because i was throwing it but either way uh, the CF have a shutdown corner, the evolution of our defense uh, in the short time that Marcus Freeman has been there to be a back end. That's that's something to, something to record with. I think it's going to be great for the season ahead. Hmm. Okay. By the way, these Cam Williams, CJ Carr pictures they just posted, the CJ Carr just posted, they're pretty fly. I got to see. That's going to be a nice combination at Notre Dame for years to come. CJ Carr just posted it on his uh, social media. 
openly, you know, committed, you know. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like he really still trying to get people and everything. Yeah, the question here from Andres Nieto. Is Coach Freeman positioning our offense to be attractive to Brian Hartline in the future? Our quarterback and wide receiver room seem to be trending in that direction, just saying. Uh, I think the Brian Hartline-Marcus Freeman connection is kind of overblown when it comes to Notre Dame. There's no reason for Brian Hartline to leave Ohio State. It's just not, unless Ryan Day goes eight and five this year, <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah, I don't see it much either. Um, sometimes you're you're in a position where you know, like, if I keep doing the right things, mm. I might mess around, and be the head coach in the next future, you know. So I think Brian Hartline or Tony Offord could be in a good position of being uh, at Ohio State, but. I can see Tony Offord returning to Notre Dame before Brian Hartline coming to Notre Dame. I can see that. I would want that. That would help us. But, you know, Dean McCullough is a bad mamma jamma too. Dean McCullough has really proven to be a hell of a recruiter, an even better coach. And I'm sure at some point he would like a chance to be an offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never seen too many running backs become running back coaches become offensive coordinators. But it is was that the problem with Eric B. Enemy? Because he started out a running back coach, he got moved to offensive Eric, coordinator. Eric B. Enemy has to have issues that are not reported in the media because, other than that, it's hard to come up with a bunch of reasons for where he was at. Because guys, where he was at was getting head coaching jobs, never calling plays. A.K.A. your Bears coach, Pat Nagy. He ain't called plays, but he was head coach calling plays with Mitch Trubisky. Probably why yeah. it didn't work. Probably why it didn't work. Should have yeah. got the shot on. Maybe Matt Nagy would still be there. Michael Campbell, this is funny. As much as I love this, I don't think Notre Dame wants to be connected to Young Thug right now. In any way, shape, or form, Jay Z and June Ambrose. And shout out to June Ambrose if you guys don't follow her on IG. She does an incredible job. She's a stylist to the stars. She styles Jay Z and many others. But her IG is a Puma display of excellence every day because the way she uses her line, she makes Puma look like really fly mm. on a daily basis. That's the way she does. The way she does things. But I mean, because she's a fly individual herself. So. Mm. Yeah. Cam Williams, CJ Carr. I've seen that. Yeah. Question of oh, <laughs> someone said TV sipping his banana smoothie at the podium was uh was rich. Was, was rich. That was rich. That just describes who he is, man. I'm like, man. And it's not a bad thing. It's just <laughs> so you ever uh like people in important positions, you like, I want you to care more. Yeah. Not that you don't care, but just convince me you care. Not that you have to, 
you know, you your own person, but as a fan, you want to be convinced. Like LeBron, I'm convinced he still wants to win. You know, I'm convinced Jordan probably still wants to play if he could. Mm-hmm. But convince me you really trying to win a national championship. To me, it just feels like you're just happy that things are going well for you. You know, on a, on a personal, spiritual, <laughs> you know, one of them individual routes. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I think the Sam Hartman angle and how it's played out is an interesting storyline. In what way? Because I think Sam Hartman, when he announced that he was coming to Notre Dame, the immediate reaction from the fan base was just one of what someone might deem overreaction. Was it for and, one through and, and seeing him come in and seeing his hair frazzled and all over the place and seeing him talk about transitioning and it's kind of taking the superhero in my opinion it's kind of broke down the superhero thing that was built up and just kind of forced in people to be like okay man he has some things to get used to everybody slow down let's go through and work through it with him we expect him to be really good we expect him to be better than the quarterbacks we've had recently but we're not expecting superman to walk through the door and it's more about the team than it was about sam hartman just two months ago because it was all about sam hartman two months ago it wasn't forget about the rest of the team notre dame was going to win based upon Sam Hartman and Sam Hartman alone. He was the savior. Isn't that the fan base's no desperate? Uh, uh, it's like it's like if you ain't had food for like two days, goldfish so now, taste. You're like talking about steak. the championship. Okay, go ahead. Let's go. I'm talking about the quarterback situation. Okay. Oh, why, okay. Why, why? Why? Only reason why I'm not. Uh, over, I would push back a little bit, only because uh-huh. we were starving so much of the 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 lack of what the quarterback position is supposed to be in the fans' eyes. Uh huh. That when we got a sense or a sniff of a guy that was productive or even a solid level. Okay, wait a minute. Like you just said that. So you said solid level. If Drake May, if hey, let me tell you something. If we were doing a show and that cat Tommy Reese returned from his trip to the Carolinas and news broke that Drake May was leaving Carolina to come to Notre Dame, I would have jumped off the middle of this podcast and drove to South Bend and hugged Tommy Reese myself. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're right. I'd have put You're out. Right. You're right. I'll yeah. be back. Hell, if we called Caleb, I probably would have sent him an email or a gift basket or something, a fruit basket Hello. or something. If we're talking that level, then okay. If that Drake means he's serious about winning. If Drake, man, I would have talked trash for about two weeks. We would have given content. This would have just been troll everybody on the schedule. I would have did a troll Ohio State show on Monday, 
a troll USC show on Tuesday, a troll Clemson day on Wednesday. I'm gonna troll the entire schedule. Yes, yes. For two weeks. I would be like, we already won. You don't even That's have to play the season. That's we, already, we got we, no, we got you don't even need to show up. Don't even show up. Matter we would fact, be 50 on the board a game. Take cat a hey, take a team vote. Everybody that doesn't want to get on the plane, stay and cuddle with your girls on Friday night and wake up and practice Saturday morning instead of getting on the plane going to Notre Dame. Take that vote. Take you that don't even need to show up. Don't need because because for what you would have no chance. No, <laughs> no, we none. Ball, we could throw the ball, we can make plays, we could throw it deep. He can even run it if he needs to. Defense would be like, let's just man, I can't wait to get the offense back on the field. Let's get a three and out real quick. We will go easily. You thought Georgia looked good. We right. will have, I think we'll have a few more struggles considering we don't have the 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 Georgia defense completely. But I wouldn't feel worried about going to any of these games during the season, even in the playoffs. I would feel evenly matched, if not better. Even if we played Alabama and we had Drake May, I would feel good about us going. I would bet on us. Bro. Usually you bet money on us in games, but I would bet money down on every single game. <laughs> every single one. Oh, us versus Bama, give us the what's, – what's the over? <laughs> what's, you, what's, the, what's the money line? I'm getting taken. You, taking. you might get me to place, place a prop bet, Le- Lev. Let me tell you something, man. This is what we're saying. It was that level of excitement surrounding Sam Hartman. And he's just not that dude. Yeah. And we try to say on this show, like, relax, man. Like, this is a big stage. This is different. This ain't Wake Forest. He's not the dude from the Tinder profile. He's not the 6'4", 250 stud. He walked through the door. He was 6'1". You're like, okay. A little cut up. Okay. They say this is not Wake Forest practice where you make a mistake and they don't say nothing to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is like- Notre Dame practice where the two offensive linemen tell you, hey. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> Z Krill turn around, hey, get it together. <laughs> and that's not hey, to disparage. That's not to disparage who he is. People think saying relax is saying, man, Sam Hartman is trash. That's not what we're saying. We readily recognize he elevates the quarterback room. That's why he's starting. That's easy. Oh, but it's word. going to take this entire team pulling on the same rope in the same direction yeah, to yeah, get yeah, to yeah. the destination that they want to get to. Sam Hartman playing well without anything about the defensive line buzzing, this this would not have been good. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Hearing about Javante Jean Baptiste, hearing about Jason Onye. That now, it's now, let me compare because you know we always have to throw the best of left, and left's you know fall recipes will be up on the website soon. <laughs> the left had a chicken and biscuit recipe yesterday on his Facebook page. You understand? One. You understand? It was the chicken with the biscuit in But it. the gravy on the wing, the chicken with the with the roux. The roux. See, don't gravy. 
Don't drop no cooking term on them. The roof. Bro. I saw that. I saw that one that said, okay. I'm going to have to screenshot this one. <laughs> Finally, I got him. I got I'm going to have to screenshot this one. <laughs> and what I mean by that is <laughs> National Championship, 11-1. Heck, Sam Hartman being in the Heisman race, all of that can be ingredients to the season we want. But that defensive line, if you miss that ingredient, this season is going to taste real funny. So automatic nine-win season, you're losing some games just because you need D-line play against good teams. We have a good D. I'm sorry. You need great D-line play against great teams. We already have a good D-line. Like, we're not saying our D-line is faltering uh, to a a D-line last year that was pretty productive. We're talking about a a D-line playing above expectations in games that we must win, which is the three games of the season that will make or break, you know, the season for what it could be for the playoffs. If we go in there and we limping into the playoffs, I don't think with the system that's set up, we'll be able to make it through the whole way. Right. So we need to be able to be confident in these wins during the regular season by being dominant in the D line performances. You watch every championship game, every playoff game, the D the better D line is not only shows up in the game. Right. But it makes the difference in each game where you're like, man, that's why they that's why they in the championship. You see them big old suckers up front shutting the run down, getting zero. It it looks hard. Yeah. I've never seen a championship team be a a, a winner without the D-line being a, a huge factor, like huge factor. The quarterback is the sprinkle on top. Trevor Lawrence playing us in the playoffs both times was the sprinkle on top. Because if it was just straight up what it was, we had a chance. And we when we had that chance, we won. But the D-line is still a huge factor. When we played him in 2018, that D-line was a huge factor in the win. Yeah, we were competitive. Yeah. But the sprinkle on top came from the quarterback. Not the but the D-line was the problem the whole game. I would venture to say. I'm just I'm just saying this. I'm not saying it's fact. It could play out this way, though. The Notre Dame defensive line might be more important against Ohio State and USC than Sam Hartman is. Wait, say it one more time. The Notre Dame defensive line versus USC. Definitely USC and maybe Ohio State might be more important than Sam Hartman. Yes. Yes especially SC. The difference between last year SC and this year should be the D-line because last year he made our D-line look like he was out there having fun in the park. Like, can't touch me. Can't touch me. Can't touch me. Watch out. Jason and Justin Adamiola still falling down. Yeah, falling down. I mean, yeah, we're creating, I guess, pressure, but we wasn't creating Utah pressure. Utah had the man ducking and dodging for real. Man. We had to pull a hamstring, though. 
They made that man pull a hamstring in the Pac-12 championship game. Pulled his ass the entire game. We, it's like we, we were. I feel like we had some presence, but we wasn't a threat. I don't think he was like, man, I got to get the ball off quick, or Riley Mills gonna stuff me. No, no, no. <laughs> he was like, if Riley Mills get back, okay, I can extend it a little bit. I can run around a little bit. J.D. Berkshire flying through, I can make a miss. And we huffing and puffing. We running, though. like because Come on, USC's O-line wasn't like. The O-line was trash. We would get through the O-line with no problem. They, all they, was they would get through USC's O-line, no problem. That's what I'm saying. We had a presence, but we wasn't a threat. <laughs> that's That's the most frustrating thing in the world. Yeah, you can't you can't look on tape and be like, man, they just holding our D line up. No, they wasn't holding us up. He was just making us look crazy. So it's like we need to be better on being a threat. I think uh, John Baptiste is a great threat. I don't think he'll just be a body out there. I think he'll he'll produce some good numbers this year. In combination with everybody else, we should be all right. But last year, we can't have that. I mean, that was like, <laughs> I'm screaming at the TV, get him, get him, get him down. He's just dancing. Dude. It's just incredible, man. It really is incredible as you move forward and you, you really think about what has played out with Sam Hartman. I think it's played out perfectly in my opinion. It really has. I think the narrative that we're confident that he's accurate, he has time, he's going to dissect you. The truth of the matter is if everything isn't perfect, I I don't know what to really expect. Off, yeah. I don't know how many out-of-the-pocket plays that's when you put I don't Tyler know. <laughs> I don't know. That's when you put you Tyler Buckner in the game for sure. Right? You saw the clip that they put out. He threw a deep pass and connected with somebody in practice, and he ran back, and someone asked him, like, was that a sack? And he was like, yeah, I would have got killed. That's because somebody on the inside had gotten through. And he was saying just, in a I real game that would have been a sack instead of a completion. So – I trust Sam and his ability. Uh, 30 minutes, 20 minutes. I, I believe that Sam's ability to be a two-minute drive, last drive of the game, that veteran experience is where yeah. he'll come in at. Yeah. I'm not expecting him to come and have 400-plus yard games with six touchdowns and and is the soloist on our on our winning schedule. I would love for Sam to be okay. The game's tight. Yeah. It's two minutes left. We got to score to win. Or we're in the red zone. We can't turn it over. Oh, we need a third down and eight. We need a veteran guy to be mature and the, and the crowd going crazy. That's where I'm expecting Sam to be effective at. Because outside of that, I'll just take Tyler. I don't necessarily trust right now Tyler two minutes with the game on the line 
red zone not to turn it over when it's crunch time, when we're up by three, when we're trying to run the clock out. That's what I want Sam for. And but that's if, why if it wasn't for that, I'd take Tyler to start. That's why I think Brian Driscoll wrote an article because ESPN said that Sam Hartman was the seventh best returning quarterback in college football. We had this discussion before. I put him he was six for me and five was debatable. He was six for me and five was debatable. But I think the two people that were in front of him, like Bo Nix was in front of him, Jordan Travis was in front of him. All things being perfect, and these guys are just in the pocket throwing the ball, okay, take Sam Hartman. But we all know late games is never perfect. It's never perfect. You have to be able to make plays. I trust Jordan Travis to make a play more than I trust Sam Hartman. 100%. Because he has the ability to make plays with his feet. Bo Nix, even though he did it in the Pac-12, has a history of being able to make plays late games. That's why I said five or six for me. It's debatable. Yeah, but Clay Travis is the team of Florida State. Florida Not State's Clay, Hold on, hold on. Clay oh, Tra- no, Clay, no Clay Travis oh, on this Clay show. Travis. Not Tra- <laughs> no Clay Travis on this show, bro. See, it always kills. It's Jordan Travis. I'm sorry. It's Jordan Travis. I always say Clay Travis. I think it's because I'll be, I be reading his tweets. I ain't going to lie. I'll be reading his tweets. But uh, it is Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis is Florida State's team. That's why they're ranked so high. Just like Jaden Daniels is LSU's team. That's why they're a threat. Yeah. Sam Hartman isn't the threat of why Notre Dame's offense is great. Sam Hartman is a very fundamental piece to helping – helping Notre Dame succeed in the games where nobody believes we can win the big one. Yeah. That's a different type of expectation, different type of role. It is a role. We're not looking for him to be the savior. No. Looking for him to be the helper, the assistant to the savior. The savior for us is our offensive line. (laughs) Be assistant to them. Make them look good. Because they making you look good every play. He needs them. Because he's not about to be running around making plays. That's not his game. Because we can win eight games with whatever quarterback on the roster right now. Facts. Right now. I, I, I would feel comfortable rolling into eight of the eleven game what eight of the eleven games with Tyler Buckner starting. I would say nine. Nine. I would feel comfortable against Clemson with Tyler Buckner. You're absolutely right. So we're really talking apples and splitting hairs right here. That's yep. splitting, splitting hairs. We 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 understand the limits of Tyler. They're not that many, but because of where Tyler is at, unfortunately, them two games is huge for a team like Notre Dame. Maybe not for a Rice or even a South Carolina. But we think that the answer to the two games is in a veteran guy. Sam Hartman is the veteran guy. If you just replace the name with the same, it's the same 
archetype we're looking for, veteran leadership yeah. at the end of the game, which unfortunately Tyler doesn't have control over having experience of because he hasn't been healthy. So I'm not comfortable going into a, a game that can be decided on the last drive with a guy that's never been in a situation like that. That's why I think Sam is where he is right now because of that. Not because Tyler can't do it, but if we was if we was a middle of the road team, a tier two or three team like an Oregon or something, Tyler would be, you know, be good. He'd be nine wins or whatever. You make an interesting point there, Left. If Tyler doesn't experience week one at Ohio State, I don't know if he responds the way he responds at the Gator Bowl. Right. Right. Because there was not, nothing was about to be tougher than week one in the horseshoe. Nothing. Nothing. So when he got down against South Carolina, it was like, okay. All right. Yeah, I know it's the Gator Bowl, but. I mean, he played his ass off. Yeah. I mean, three touchdowns. And he told you. He came to the podium, sipping on his paint, his uh, banana mango, whatever, ginger spice. Yeah, you know, got that ginger in it. Got right. ginger. And he told you. I'm just trying to work on eliminating mistakes. He basically told you. That's all. That's all that's missing. He, Tyler Buckner told you. He told you. Tyler Buckner said, "If I eliminate mistakes, I'll be all right. Watch out. Watch out." And I agree. That's what he said. And it, that's it's what he said. Staying healthy and and, and the few decision making thing. I mean, come on. We yeah. talking. We yeah. believe Tyler is good. We believe that. We believe Tyler can be a top quarterback in the country top 10 at least but we just saying that it's the little like if it wasn't for that i don't think sam would have been able to come uh-oh yeah buddy we hear from the d-line tomorrow bro tyson ford jordan Botello, josh burnham jason Anye, junior to lamaka you just talked about their importance Hear from them. Ooh, that'd be nice. And Al Washington, who knows Al Washington? What he's been doing recruiting wise lately at the Tip McCaff Lucky Lucky Podcast. Wait, Left. wait you, got, you got to sign the line first. No, the, improve, the improvements he's made. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it was it was not trending good. I can tell you that. <laughs> it was not trending good, and he has made a nice recovery. And things are looking on the up and up. Before we go, uh, I saved this question because it correlated. Our guy Rob Tidoff says, Sean and Malik, your thoughts if Joe Girard transfers to Notre Dame Hoops? If we're getting freshman Joe Girard from Syracuse, I'm all for it. If we're getting a confident kid that can stroke it from three and run your offense, man, I love it. I absolutely love it. Left, I'm pretty sure you don't have. You, you. I mean, shoot, we got a new coach, so I feel like the recruits are going to find their way to come in anyway. I think we'll he'll pull off some good guys. And the first year is just so who knows what's going to happen. Uh, hopefully we get uh, one of those lightning in the bottle seasons where we can recruit our ass off like Kansas State Yeah, and, and make a run. I mean, Kansas State wasn't relevant in basketball since when? Transfer portal can do that for you. 
That's what I'm saying. We could we could mess around being elite eighteen. I saw that Filipowski was not was going back to Duke. So for me, that that elevates Duke. The fact that Filipowski is going back to school, along with the point guard Proctor, they're going to be a problem. Next year, they're going to be a real big problem next year. Like, okay, is who I'm thinking about. I'm oh man, Tuffy. dude. <laughs> Especially if they get Hunter Dickinson from Michigan, Coach Kyle. Look. <laughs> Come on, Coach Kyle. You can't mess this up. Hey, he, he's like his players. He's one and done. Right? <laughs> hey, but the one thing you can't say, he gets his guys to leave. Yo, but to talk to uh, Rob Tidoff's question, not only is Gerard a possibility, but the 24th class, Kerry uh, Booth, big-time talent, 6'10". He'll be coming for a visit. You can check him out a little bit here. He can really stroke it from three. Has good handle for his size left. You know, I, I think he can improve his handle, but he has good handle for his size, and he can shoot the rock, bro. He's about 6'9", 6'10", and, uh, you know, he's a solid kid, left. 6'9", 6'10". He looks like nine, BJ. Six, BJ Beecham? You know what? He might be on. He might be on that. No, he was a little bit bigger than yeah. He's a little bit bigger. Okay, the BJ man, a six ten wing. But I thought I thought Beecham, I thought Beecham was, I thought BJ Beecham when he uh, first came, I thought he was gonna be that dude because he can shoot. But I mean, you know, man. trying to even out, you know. I thought he's gonna be that dude. Let me give you a more expansive look at this kid. He'll be on campus visiting with Coach Shrewsbury. In the coming week, like I said, man, look at his length. He can catch off screens. Look at his, uh, his ability to put the ball on the floor. It's just nice. He's real smooth. Look at him, Lev. Pull it. Yeah, Lev. I like this kid. I hope Michael Shrewsbury can do a job. He's get he man. He's banging cats with the mask on, bro. The COVID mask on his face, giving you buckets. He's 6'10", huh? He looks 6'10". 6'9", 6'10", bro. How do you evaluate that? I feel like high school basketball crews are so different because when I would just get all transfers because they older, you know. I feel like high school recruiting is so different because the competition they playing. Well, this kid, I like the competition he plays against. His AAU squad plays a competitive schedule as well. So he's very well respected nationally. Uh, he was on him when he was at Penn State. So, of course, he came to Notre Dame. The young man is still interested in uh, playing for Coach Shrewsbury. But all the Big Ten schools are in on this kid. The ability for him to Euro step right there and use the left just so shows the ability and skill set that he has to be as big as he is. He can shoot, expect- boy. Yes, sir. Ex- that's that's off the screen. Yeah. Uh, pick and pop. Wow. He probably got to work on his dribbling, but when you're 6'10", probably not, huh? Well, you have to make it tight. He'll make the dribbling tighter. He'll make it tighter. But, of course, this team he's playing against, they're super small. He got he, some skillful moves. He'll do a turnaround, back down, Euro step, opposite hand, and he can just spot up, shoot, and shoot off the screen. That's yeah. that's how I know it ain't to me. <laughs> Running sets. He'll be yeah. a set runner. Yeah, so – Man, that's Kerry Booth. He'll be on campus for a visit. 
We need to recruit guys like Kenny Lofton Jr. That's who I want to see. Get oh, man. Guys. What did he put up, 42 <laughs> the other night? And he only like six, what, six, six? He ain't that yeah. tall. Yeah, so that once again, he's six. He's from Brewster Academy in New Hampshire, uh, 6'10", 205 pounds. He said he's being recruited by Penn State. The Shrewsbury was there, and now he's crystal ball to Notre Dame because he was crystal ball to Penn State. Now he's getting crystal ball, crystal ball to Notre Dame. So, look, like I said, all the Big Ten schools on him, Arizona's on him. Uh, SC was on him, UCLA. Big time talent for a star kid. That's a big get. That would be a huge get for Shrewsbury. Thank you, everybody, to tap in today. Great show. Especially the first part, man, we're talking about. You know what time it is, though. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Stories of the Day, brought to you by Adora Whiskey, AdoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AdoraWhiskey.com. Man, YouTube TV, I got to put y'all on the petty train, man. Now, we got the update that uh, the NFL package was being offered on YouTube TV. The, U, the package on DirecTV is $299 for the season. You know how much it is for the full season on YouTube TV? $349. Yeah, I said probably something ridiculous. Hey, man, first of all, I'm serving the Lord the majority of my Sunday. I'm not paying $349 for no package. Well, shoot, None. the UFC fight was $124 for one night. Think about that. Just this past weekend? Yeah, for the Israel's honor fight, because they, they tried to get you now. If you're not an ESPN Plus member already, you got to subscribe and get the pay-per-view. But the pay-per-view by itself was 80 alone, but you couldn't get it alone unless you're at ESPN Plus. That's another $30, $40, $50. Now you won $24 in a hole for one fight. Hopefully that Gar- – is the Garcia fight on uh, ESPN? No, that's Showtime. Show- oh, Showtime pay-per-view. Showtime pay-per-view. <laughs> hey, that's another $79 in the tank. I'm letting you know right now. No. Tank and Ryan Garcia might be worth. No, I'll, I'll give him 70 80 I'll give him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give him yeah, 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 yeah. I already told I'm willing to pay 100 Whenever they make the fight between Bud and uh, Spence, I'm willing uh, to pay yeah. the 100 you talking about Bud Crawford, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm willing but to pay. Bud got to be smart about it. He like, look, I'm not going to get the most out of this if we're going 
to main time show unless Earl Spence like boosts him up or something. I don't know how he's gonna get. That's why they're not doing it now. I like it, but that three forty nine for that NFL package, y'all go to the left, man. Put that in the box to the left. It's not happening. And that's just for the package. Yeah. Even for the other channels and no other sports. And... How are you going to charge $2.99 for direct TV subscribers? It is just $3.49. It's the same package. The same way they, they try to get you and say cable's expensive, but then you're paying for Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. You got Spotify, Apple Music. So your bill is about 500 anyway. Get cable, guys, and watch and get that DVR. Nothing wrong with DVR now. No, nah, bro. My YouTube TV package is definitely better than what I used to pay for direct TV. Really? Oh, heck yeah. What you getting six channels in the in the games? Because you no, paying my channel at YouTube. No, see, man, like I don't need channels like TV One and all that stuff. It's real simple for me, bro. It's real simple. <laughs> You're a la carte TV watcher, a la carte. They allow you, if you had HBO Max, they allow you to integrate your HBO Max into YouTube TV. So you don't get charged for it because you were already paying for it with the HBO Max app. Yeah. See, you pay for the apps and then paying for affiliated apps. They get you. So my, my bill right now is sitting right at, it was less once the NBA season was over because I had the NBA package. So it was right at like a little bit over 100 every month. So but then now it just dropped down like $20. Okay. So for the summer, I'm going to be around 80, 70, 80. So what do you and do this about is, your Oscar? You know what they used to get me? I always had. I needed four boxes in my crib because I had a box in my room. Baby girl room, living room. Baby girl room, guest room, just in case somebody comes. And so that's four boxes you have to pay for, four DVR boxes per month, every bill. Ended up being like an extra 30, 30, 40 bucks. I'm like, man, I can't. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So once you went to school, once you went to school, the package got real simple for me and my wife. It so what do you do simple. about your your Oscars, your Emmys, your award shows, your your Channel Two, Channel Five, Channel Nine? I mean, it came with that comes with the basic package. I thought you got this. I thought you just get this. YouTube just comes with the the a la carte options. No, they got like a basic package that comes that's like fifty bucks. Now. I jumped. I jumped on YouTube, YouTube TV when they first jumped off, so I don't know what it's like now. Like you I was on so that, you on that uh, 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 what's that rent control? You on that uh, subscription control? <laughs> I was so I was so tired of Direct TV. My bill had gotten up to like two hundred dollars a month. I'm like, wait a minute. Why don't man. you get Spectrum? Oh, you got you got Spectrum out there? No, no, no. Spectrum would be equal to AT and T Digital. Mm. out here because you can get the phone and the internet and all that yes yeah yeah that would be the equal in the midwest wow so no bro 
We need to have our own uh, Lucky Lefty podcast cable. <laughs> <laughs> like Noble Wop said, YouTube TV really is the best. And now they are rolling out multi-view. I was granted access for Mark Madness at 4K. They did have that for us doing uh, March Madness. Yeah, that multi-view was dope. So was that different camera angles you can watch some? Now I did lose this. This ticked me off. They did not re up with Major League Baseball, so I lost my MLB network, and I had the Major League Baseball package last year. How many games do you honestly catch in a week of baseball? It allows me. It allowed me to watch the games I wanted to watch because the White Sox. If the White Sox stink, I don't want to watch them. I just record their games and then I'll watch their games later. But like I love watching the Dodgers. So I was watching all the Dodger games. Really? So it's a huge, the Dodgers out here are huge. And I was the Dodgers lad, the Dod who who's bigger? The Dodgers they, or the Lakers? Dodgers. That's what I was saying. They might be bigger than the Lakers for real. Really? What? They like yeah. we're Dodgers. In LA? We're Dodgers fans first. Wow. Fans. That's well, it just okay. Now it also Depends on who you're talking to. Right. Talking to people that look like me, the Lakers. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're talking to the majority, the Dodgers. Right. But it's a close tie. Yeah. I can see that. Well, man, great show today. Thank you for everybody that tapped in. See you tomorrow. Don't forget, Lee Beckton tomorrow, right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Have a great day, but most of all, make sure that you spend it different.